I'm Jen, she's Lex, and we're the Blasherettes. On this week's episode, we are covering Everybody Hates Chris and what the fuck is going on. Sorry, I mean episode seven and six of Paradise, <laughs> season seven. Because Lord knows this entire two days, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand Girl. what's happening. Girl, like what is happening on the beach? What is happening? Why is Chris a villain and Brendan's a saint? These are the questions I just don't understand. I want to start off with the positives from both episodes, okay? So for episode six, Lil John's voiceover was lit as usual. Shout out to Lil John's voice. Amazing. Episode six, Becca's little intro is an homage to the first Wives Club. I don't know if anyone has seen that movie and you should have. It's like an amazing movie. movie. Yes, you should. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Exactly. You (laughs) You don't own me, okay? I'm not just one of little toys. And I think that set the trend and the tone for the entire two episodes, if you knew about the movie. Yes, for sure. I must have missed Becca's intro because if I saw that, I definitely would have called it out too. But I guess I'm going to go back Yeah, She dropped her uh, a ring in the champagne glass. Like that little scene in the movie. I was- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they toast to each other. Yes. So it's subtle if you- you know, don't really know what to look for. But I appreciate it. I think she ended up posting about it on her Instagram as well, like the clip where it came from, which I thought was very cute of her. The intro for Tia and Kendall, both very boring. And that's true for both episodes. Like their little... Oh, yeah. Tia just came behind a tree and like waved. Yeah, just like smiling. Yeah. And what did Kendall do again? I think she was just standing there. I think she was literally just standing there. And I was like... Quite a few of them were just like waving at the camera like, hey. And it's like, y'all can come up with nothing original okay maybe not (laughs) but that those are the upsides that i've seen across both episodes so i'll give them that that's it it. we have quite the episodes ahead of us people i mean on monday's episode a lot didn't happen like you can really summarize monday's episode in bullet points but still a lot happened in terms of we have a lot to talk about (laughs) absolutely so i think that if we're gonna do monday we should just start with Joe, Kendall, and Serena P. The love triangle that is not even a love triangle because (laughs) WTF, right? So they make this big deal about Kendall showing up on the beach, like in her little interview packet from episode five. It's kind of like, oh, well, you know, I, you know, Joe and I fell in love on this beach. I'd love to be able to talk to him and see him and da da. And it's going to be hard for me to see him with somebody else. And I'm like, so are you here for Joe or are you not here for Joe? Because these are just like conflicting responses that don't make sense to me. Girl, she doesn't even know if she's there for Joe. Honestly, like when she was explaining, it was like, okay, but she's kind of there for him, but she's kind of not. She kind of wants closure, but she kind of wants to see what else comes of this. And I was like, yeah. girl, get it together. What do you want? I and she can't even, this whole time, she couldn't explain what she wanted. Oh, yeah. But my first question is, were Kendall and Joe engaged? I thought they were just together. I didn't think they were engaged. I know that- no. Derek and Taylor were engaged from that season of Bachelor in Paradise. I didn't think that Joe and Kendall were engaged. I don't think they were engaged. Like people are throwing the engaged word around. Like they definitely, I don't think they left the beach engaged. I think they left the beach. Okay. Like we're willing to work on this and we're willing to be together and we're just going to leave. One of them left and the other one left because they're like, I see a future with this person, but they, I don't think they got engaged. I don't, but I don't know if they got engaged later or they were, but they were together for two years, which is not 
you know, not a short amount of time. But exactly. at that point, she would have had the ring to keep from Neil Lane. So I think they probably weren't engaged. They probably right. were just together. And yeah. the thing that really upset me about Kendall, and I've always found Kendall annoying, by the way, just from Ari season, I found her desperately annoying. So <laughs> the thing that bothers me about Kendall is that Joe's like Joe explained to Serena P what the issue was with them, right? Like she never wanted to leave California. Not ever. Right. She never wanted to yeah. try to live in Chicago or live anywhere else mm-hmm. but California. And when they were talking, because of course, if Kendall comes, hey, butthead, you want to go talk? She pulls him aside, whatever they're talking. And that fight comes up. And if you have an ex that you're in a familiar enough place with and you guys are able to talk about things, that fight, the fight that you never quite resolved when you guys broke up will always come back up again by the way. I don't yeah. know if it happens to everybody else, but it happens to me. It was but, very triggering. I'm not gonna, it was very triggering watching them fight. Yes. I was like, oh, this is too close. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit too close for comfort and the fight being that she didn't even want to try. And I understand Joe's point of view. He was like, "Me too. it's okay if you didn't want to move, but you didn't even want to try. You didn't right. even try to be like, I'm not open to it, but I will live in Chicago for three months and, we'll f- and I'll probably still be in California, right. but if she had at least tried, mm-hmm. I can guarantee exactly. they probably would have stayed together. Because or compromised a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like we will go to Chicago often or I will be there at this X amount of time of the year and I'll be in LA X amount of time of the year. But it seemed like she was very adamant. I'm not moving. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm not moving. like she was saying, I'm not moving for a man. And he was like, But at that point, I'm not just Oh, yeah, I'm you not know? just any old man. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's one thing if this is a conversation that came up like in week one of dating. You were together for two years, and after two years, this person you supposedly wanted to marry and have kids with, you would never consider even trying to live somewhere exactly. that was not in exactly. your comfort zone. Wild. Yeah, exactly. It was wild. It was a very wild, very triggering. Because even in the way they were talking and the way they were arguing, like they're used to this argument. Like this is not a new argument. They've been back and forth about this all this time. But I think my favorite part of this is like when Kendall grabbed Joe and Joe's like, yeah, I'll go talk. And Serena kind of looks at him like, okay, there goes my drama-free summer. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Because like all of a sudden she's back in the drama. What, what are you going to do at that point? I think exactly, that they were exactly. lucky enough to pair off at the beginning and seem yeah. to just like each other and it works out. Mm-hmm. But they, you knew they were going to bring Kendall. They were either going to bring Kendall or they were going to bring somebody that somebody. Serena knew or whatever. They were going to bring right. somebody. It was going to be a thing. Maybe they were going to have like, Matt come down the steps and be like, hey, here's a date card <laughs> for Serena. Like, we should talk. <laughs> like what they did Probably. to Colton. Probably. I wouldn't, like, from the minute they mentioned Kendall in the beginning, like, you knew. It was like, oh, Joe met Kendall on the beach? Guess who's going to show up? Kenzo. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So they have that triggering ass conversation. Serena's kind of just like crying and she's like getting in her head. And we see this montage of Joe and Kendall's best moments and Joe talking about like they met there. So it's hard. And like we see their strange moments of Kendall talking about she likes to picnic in the cemetery. That was their first conversation, by yeah. the way. <laughs> if, if you guys did not watch that season of Bachelor in Paradise where they met for the first time, that was their first conversation. Yes. When he was like, awkward, hey, so what do you like? And she was like, oh, I love picnics. Picnics are great, you know. You know, My favorite place is a cemetery. It's a super peaceful place filled with you know lots of people, you know, dead people. And I was like, <laughs> oh, and if you guys did not watch Ari's season, Kendall is also into taxidermy. So she yes. has like a shed full of taxidermy animals. 
She is not your average white girl, I will tell you that. And even when I watched <laughs> that season of Bachelor in Paradise, that's a season that got me hooked, by the way. Joe and Kendall's love story wasn't as straightforward as they're making it seem. Like, they definitely Leo, were both exploring God. other people. Yeah. And then they just ended up back together, and they were like, you're awkward, I'm awkward, let's do this. And yeah. it was a very awkward love story. Like, <laughs> it was. I think we're glossing over that part. <laughs> Yeah, so they have their conversation. It seems to be resolved to a point where Joe's just kind of like, I'm good. You need closure. I'll, I'll tell you what I can, but like, I don't. Okay. Like, you're, enjoy yourself this summer. Kind of. That's really what Joe's exactly. on. He's exactly. like, enjoy yourself and focus on somebody else. And Kendall, of course, is not really sure how to act like that because Joe's always been chasing her. So from day one, from the second they met, Joe's been chasing her. This is a whole new world that she's in right now where Joe's actively interested in someone else and is not chasing her or giving her the time of day and is basically over her because he admitted like he doesn't know if he still loves her like he's get he's been getting over her and she's oh emotional closure has just been so difficult for me i'm like is it or is it that he moved on and yeah (laughs) who cares about your feelings at this point so after they have that boring ass triggering ass non-resolving ass conversation because it was all those things at once (laughs) nothing absolutely nothing was resolved they do all that he goes to talk to serena p and he's yep i talked to kendall i'm not in love with her anymore like i have love for her this is hard for me to be here on this beach where she's at but like i'm all in on you so what it do like how do you feel about that and serena p's oh let me know if that changes and i'm like girl shut the fuck up and just take your man like you're so dumb but it's also like serena's like 23 So what does she know? She doesn't know any better. Dating a 35-year-old man. But he was kind of like, I don't know, he had a very roundabout way of basically telling us, like, she's the main and Kendall's might be the side. (laughs) But it wasn't even she might be the side. It was like, she wants to be the side. I'll think about it because, like, I used to love her. But I'm still all about you. But I bet you're the main chick. And Serena's just, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's very weird. And I, I think that for... The detriment of these most recent seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette have been that they've been casting super young. And so these super young people have no idea what the fuck is going on. Like they don't know anything about themselves, about relationships. Mm -hmm. Your brain doesn't even start fully forming, like finishing until like they're 26. And most Mm -hmm. people on this beach are 25 and under. They have no idea what the fuck's going on. So (laughs) I, I give some of the young people a bit more grace in terms of, Y'all are stupid, but it's okay. I'm aware that I was also stupid at a certain period of time. Maybe mm-hmm. not in the same way as you, but I was also Right, stupid. but, you know, we all have our different brand of stupid, young and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I give her a bit of a pass there, but in the same breath, I'm also kind of like, come on, girl. He told you that he's into you. Kendall showing up, he didn't ask her to come here. Like, he looked horrified. Come on, come on. Right, like, just right. Make him actually feel better. But I also feel like Serena's very guarded in general because, okay, we know she wasn't actually into Matt, but (laughs) if she was, I wouldn't have been able to tell the difference because of how she was acting. Like, I just, it just like with Abigail, like they're very guarded people. That's true. They're not putting nothing out there. What I feel about Serena and Joe is I just feel like Serena's there for a fun summer fling and Joe is there for a wife. And yeah, incompatible right now yeah but yeah they align right now and that they have fun together and they just want to be with each other but after this i really don't see a future i think joe's gonna be like okay yeah what's happening and then she'll be like what do you mean like that's just summer (laughs) (laughs) and then of course there's the fact that she lives in canada so 
is he going to have this whole location-based argument again? That is really the elephant in the room that nobody's confronting right now. It's like he and Kendall broke up because of they wanted to be in different locations. So what's going to happen with him and Serena? Fair. It's a very fair question. But you know what? (laughs) Since we're talking about like toxic people, let's talk about Kenny for a second right oh my god right (laughs) so at this point mari who is 25 and kenneth is 40 mari is like i still want kenny i still want to be with him so let me pull him aside and talk to him when she starts telling him how much she likes him i swear i gagged i almost threw up in my mouth like i was like for a man for a man you're debasing yourself like this for that man i swear to god even though kenny's nudes are popping i'll give him that He's got a fatty. <laughs> I forgot to but look. I'm a look. <laughs> you, you better look. He got a fatty. But come on, girl. Like, that can't be worth it. Like, it can't be worth it. You haven't even touched it. Like, it's not worth it. I don't exactly. understand. And when she was saying, like, oh, I asked Kenny to, like, be go- be able to go on other dates because I was just scared. I was like, girl, no, you weren't. You wanted to go on dates. Come on. You wanted you wanted people to date you just like they were dating Jasenia, just like they were dating Thomas, just like everybody else was dating. That's what you wanted. Don't go back yeah. on your word. Listen, it's complicated. I feel like she was manipulated a lot by Demi because Demi was the one who was closest to her. Me and too. then because Demi has also been to Paradise before, so Demi knows how it goes. So if someone like that who's quote unquote Paradise veteran who's also been on The Bachelor can talk to you about this stuff, of course, you're going to take her word. And then she also talked to Wells and asked, well, like, when do people really start coupling up? You've been here a couple of seasons. You know how the tone usually goes. But Wells, I don't think, planned for the hot mess that these people were, like, in general. Like, on their no. seasons, they were all horrible. So, well, not all of them, but they were horrible. No. So The beach is a hot mess mm-hmm. in general. <laughs> it's a mess. But, yeah, so Mari tells Kenny she wants to be with him or whatever, and Kenny is like, well, not that I don't trust you, but I also don't trust you because you also backed out on me before, which makes sense. That's a very reasonable thing. But he's totally forgetting that he went on a date with Tia and is fucked Demi. And like, yeah, I was going to say, and went to the boom boom room with Demi. Like he did. I'm pretty sure if the roles were reversed and Mario was the one who went on a date. And then went to the boom room. He won't look twice on her. Like, I just hate this. I hate this so much because, like, he is living the life Mari wanted. Yes. <laughs> and oh. he's the one that gets to choose. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I hate this so much. And so Mari grabbed him immediately when he came back from his date with Tia. Yes. Like, okay, so this is the same day as a Tia date. So this is all yes. the same day. So yes, Tia shows the up. the same day Kendall arrives, Tia yeah. arrives. Tia showed Kenny up, took Tia. Kenny on the date. While that was going on, Kendall arrived, talked to Joe. So this conversation between Mari and Kenny is happening in the evening. His Tia comes back and Demi's looking forward to being all up on Kenny to prove that she's better than Tia for some reason. For some and Mari reason. snatches him right away. And Ke- but Kenny went along with it, which is the problem. If you're going to be mad at somebody, be mad at Kenny. Kenny is the one who's exactly. entertaining this conversation. So exactly. he talks to Kenny, whatever. And Marissa is kind of like, yeah, Demi, like you shouldn't be talking to your man, da da da. Like they're like in her ear, like I know. feeding into that. And I was like, y'all messy bitches. You don't even like Demi. Like why are you behaving exactly. like this? It was so gross. I don't know. I've been lately. I've been seeing how Marissa and Demi are like buddy, and I'm like, I don't get it. Why do you like Demi? Why is she a likable person? Anyway, and so like somebody says, I don't know if it's a Frank invite or if Marissa said it, but somebody told Demi. Oh, that's disrespectful. Like when No, that was Marissa. 
yeah, when Mari grabbed Kenny, she's like, oh, that's disrespectful. I'm like, okay, so it wasn't disrespectful when Demi literally snatched that man from under her. Like, what's going on here? Why is the hypocrisy level way too high in this on this beach? Like, oh, I yes. told- And then the best part comes after this. And it's the best part to me because it's Demi just continuously being humbled. So he finishes talking to Mari. Demi pulls him aside, like, how was your date? Whatever. They're having a conversation. And Demi said, do you want to go to the boom room? And he was like, right now? No, like, I just want to sleep. I've been out all day. And Demi is horrified. Like, she's crying. She's like, she's like no, never mind, never mind, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, he just spent a day with another woman, was definitely kissing her and feeling up on her. Because he's also telling Demi, yeah, I had a fun time with Tia. I told her to talk to her tomorrow. And she's like, well, why do you want to talk to her tomorrow when, like, I'm better than her? Kenny is realizing that Demi's batshit crazy. And... She is, and just completely, like, inherently insecure. Just, like, super insecure. She keeps talking about how much fun, how much funner she is than everybody, how much better she is than everybody. And it's like, if you have to go around saying that, chances are you're not. So that's the Kenny, Tia, Mari, Demi situation. Which, by the way, we, like, never see Tia again at this point, so who cares? No! Like, we completely forget she's on the beach at all. I forgot she was there until Kenny came back from the date. And I was like, hold up. Oh, yeah, Kenny was on a date with her. What happened? Yeah, like, she's gone. So now we get to the meat of the matter here on the show. Oh, before we get there, we skipped Noah and Abigail. I can summarize real quick. Basically... Joe talks to Noah. Noah starts thinking, like, he wants to try it. And he wants, he, he thinks, starts thinking of what he wants, and it's Abigail. He goes to talk to Abigail. He apologizes for not telling her that he's going slow, basically. And she apologizes for not communicating. They decide they want to be with together, and they kiss. And I just wanted to bring that up just to say that I really feel like Noah had nothing to apologize for. I think, like, Noah basically went and apologized for going along with Abigail's plan. Like, she wanted to go slow, and he was like, okay, I'm going slow. But see, that's the thing. Like, she never... She says that she takes a long time, but she never told him that she wanted him to go slow. Exactly. It's one of those things where they both assumed what the other person was doing. So I can understand him apologizing for assuming that's how she wanted to take their relationship. And I can also understand her apologizing for freaking out over him assuming how he wanted to take the relationship. Yeah. So they both had stuff to apologize for, but it wasn't like stuff. It was like, we're in a pretty even keel. So yes, they end up well. They and um, yeah, they kiss and everything's fine, and they ride off into the sunset. Yeah, so, something like that happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now we get to the meat of the matter, which is which Piper is... arriving in paradise. Yes, and Piper this... arrives. Mm. But before that, like Natasha and Brendan are talking on the day bed or whatever, and he like even offers to get her another juice. He's very catering to her. And they're talking and, oh, where's this going kind of conversation. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to take it slow and feel it out with you. I really enjoy all the time we've spent together. He's definitely laying it on. This is not a, oh, we're just friends conversation, which will materialize later. He's pretty much telling her, I move very slowly, but I want to work things out with you because I enjoy you and I enjoy all the time we spent together. 
that's mm -hmm. a summary of what he said right? more or less. And and she basically asked him like what would you do cuz they're talking about all the other men in the house and how they're trying to juggle and she basically asked him like are you that type of person what would you do if somebody else wanted your time and he was like oh I'm not a manipulative person and I would be awful at juggling. And I was like listen <laughs> when I rewatched this I was listen. like Woo. He, anyway, he lied through his teeth and then Piper shows up and Natasha immediately looks at Brendan and just nods her head okay. Brendan is shell-shocked because I guess he, he wasn't sure he, when exactly <laughs> he was coming, but it's, oh, hi, hi, everyone's he, hugging. He like, also, though, like immediately lit up. You can see his face just like got bright. Like, yeah, he was like, oh. yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so she opens you know the date card whatever and choose someone you feel a spark with brendan do you want to go on this date with me and i was like oh yeah. like right off the bat like natasha's just standing there yep this is exactly what i was worried was gonna happen and she's saying it in her head she walks off at that point mm -hmm. brendan's kind of like, right off the bat and she was like yeah so do you want to go and he was like yeah of course yep and he decides to mm -hmm. go right he accepted she asked in front of everyone he accepted in front of everyone like, yep <laughs> and so this is the point where you see natasha and becca's friendship comes out becca's like i'm gonna check on natasha like this is i'm gonna i'm gonna check on her and yeah. the point where like mm -hmm. Natasha's crying and Becca's holding her. I love the women sticking up for the other women. Me too. Well, before she does that, Brendan actually goes to talk to her and he's like, oh, it was just coincidence. And like the purpose of being here is to find someone and I just want to explore you both. And yeah, <laughs> and, and pretty like, much oh. he was like, we knew each other before, but I didn't know there was something to explore. So like now with this date, I'm going to use the opportunity to explore it. And she's right. Natasha sitting there. What the fuck are you even saying? He's like, like, oh, they hung out a few times and talked casually. And this is the time to have deeper conversation like he and Natasha have been having. And I was like, sir, what? <laughs> so then Natasha asks him, she's like, why would you come here if you thought that there could be something between the two of you? Exactly. And I was like, that's exactly. right, Natasha. Ask him. Ask him. What's his fucking answer? Like, why would you come here if you thought that you had something? Like, why would you not stay home and figure it out? Why would you come on Paradise? Obviously, we know it's for money exactly. and followers. Because they get exactly. paid. But, like, come on. And literally, I just have that this conversation is bad. All around. Poor Natasha. Like, yeah. he's just bobbing and weaving and trying to manipulate this conversation to come out to a certain point. It's just, yeah. It's not looking good to me. I already, this is like the beginning of the end. Yeah. For me, also, I was like, ooh, I... I don't know. And then they get on a date and it gets so much worse. Like, I'm, Jen, I'm actually going to let you recap because I need your Scorpio brain to interpret no, everything here's, that's here's going the thing. On. Okay. So, Brendan's a Scorpio man. He's a Scorpio sun sign and he's a man. Scorpio men are always ain't shit. I ain't sorry to say it. Like, they ain't shit. And take it from someone who is casually acquainted with Scorpio men, they ain't shit. Yeah, like I would like fuck one, but I would never date one. So yes, that's right. <laughs> I already know how this goes. And oh boy, he is not Scorpioing right. It's always the men that bring it down for us. Because also, fun fact, Piper's a Scorpio moon, but I digress. <laughs> but oh, she's well, a Leo. She is? But she's a Leo sun sign. And it's all oh, over her how Leo she is. She's not that Scorpio moon guy shit. She's all Leo that all makes, the time. Idiot. That makes sense. Like utilize your strengths, but okay. So Brendan is trying to talk to Piper in code on this date because he can't outright say this is what we've planned. 
I know that it doesn't look the way you expected, but I had to do these things to, you know, like he's, he's definitely talking in double talk. And she's like, well, why are you being this way? Why aren't you being the Brendan that I know? Like the Brendan that I would have, I came here. And he's like, well, you know how paradise works. We trade off with the roses each week and I've built some relationships here. And like he's, Trying to say without saying, I let a bitch on so I could stay here until you got here. He's saying, like, I had to navigate certain things in order to, like, get us to this point. Basically, he's trying to explain away what his relationship with Natasha and why Piper shouldn't be mad about it. Pretty much. Also, why they can pick up where they left off and be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. So eventually, Piper picks up what he's putting down. She's like, oh, okay. Because at a certain point, he's like, well, it's just the two of us. We have to look out for each other. And I was like, ooh, God, that makes me so mad. So mad. It was was just... It was a lot. It was bad. During this conversation, let me tell you, Jen, Brendan had me fooled. I'm not going to lie. Like, I had the wool pulled over my eyes or whatever that phrase is. Like, I... Every time I thought about Brendan, I was like, oh, he's just like this really dopey guy who kind of doesn't know what's going on. He's just there. He's vibing. And then on this date, I was like, hold up. I thought, so even beyond this, I thought Piper was probably the whole mastermind beyond this. Because I was like, there's no way Brendan thought of this. And then you realize in this conversation, Brendan is the true mastermind between these two. Piper's just going along with what he said. How did Brendan has been? Piper could never have been the mastermind. How do I know that? She couldn't even make nice to become the bachelorette. Okay, because if Piper had handled the breakup with Matt differently, she could have been the bachelorette. That's Just true. Saying. She did though. Brendan, though, he is the he is a mastermind. Like I have to say, this was all his plan. His only mistake was making us aware of his plan. If we weren't aware of the plan. They would have been sitting pretty right now. Not yeah, gonna lie. But see, the problem is that there are mics and cameras involved. So once you're talking about something on the beach, unless you're in the bathroom, eh, like you're not alone. Like you always have a mic in it on you and a camera yes. by you. Like always. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. that's why he was trying to talk in code because he knows what the beach setup is like. He's trying to do whatever. And we see this a bit later on the next day. But we're going to finish talking about the date a bit. So they kiss. There's a lot of kissing obviously so this is the only date we see the only kissing that we see this entire thing aside from Noah and abigail but that don't really count you know what i'm saying like they were just yeah. getting back together but it's the only yeah. date the only kiss and pepper is the only new arrival this entire episode so they're back from the date it is the next day and the first thing everyone sees when they come out is Brendan and Piper canoodling like snuggling kissing giggling away from everyone else so you already yep. know what's up. It's a bit too familiar for someone that you were you were just casually talking to. And everyone on the beach has noticed. Like literally everyone on the beach has noticed. Like Brendan and Piper are attached on the hip. They're acting like they've been together this whole time. Like they're saying Brendan is with Piper is like a hundred times different than what it was with Natasha. Yes. Like, there's oh, no way. There's also a comment thing. that Piper makes in her ITM about Brenda being her boyfriend. And I was like, I wrote that down. I was yeah. like, did Piper call Brendan her boyfriend? Question mark. And I was like, okay, here we are. So we already know what's happening. We know it's going to come. Natasha comes out of her room. She's looking fly as shit. And you would think she's the happening. She's spotting a rake. And you would think, oh, she's going to pull Brendan. Nah, Natasha's a genius because she pulls mm-hmm. Piper first. Because mm-hmm. she's like, Brendan has had time to run his mouth. He's got a lot to say. Let me pull Piper and see what Piper is talking about. So, yeah, Piper, smart, very smart and, move. I would have done the same. Because remember, Natasha is older than Piper. 
Piper is a child. She has no idea how to be. Her confidence is her downfall in this situation. Because one would think she and Brendan would have talked more prior to coming on the beach about what they're going to tell people about their relationship, right? Exactly. Gotten their story straight. Yeah. Something. Or at least at the dinner, I've been like, oh, what are people saying about us? He was like, oh, you're going to be one of the most, your most mentioned names and you weren't even on Paradise. Like they're talking about stuff like that instead of trying to get their story straight. That's a exactly. rookie ass move. Rookie ass exactly. move. Because exactly. Natasha is a seasoned interrogator and she's not an idiot. <laughs> she's definitely not an idiot. I'm pretty sure she took one look and she's like, you know what? Let me get to the bottom of this, which so, I appreciate. All this stuff is going on. And so Natasha pulls Piper and she's, I'm going to ask this bitch directly. And I was like, yes, ask her, drag her, ruin her. And so she's asking Piper, oh, how long have you known Brendan? Piper's like, oh, for a couple of months or so. And Natasha's like, huh, he said only one month. How often have you seen him? Oh, maybe 10 times or so. He's like, huh, Brendan only said twice. And you can just yep. see Piper starting to sweat because she yeah. realizes I am not doing this. I don't know what's right. going on. This right. is not great. Okay. Right. Oh. Like she's looking, oh shit, mm-hmm. mayday. I yep. should have got my story straight. <laughs> yep. yep. And Natasha, she's just digging in. She's not like being aggressive about it. She's just like asking direct questions. And Piper is stumbling. And she's like, oh, so were you, would you guys say you were dating or like together? Piper's like, oh no, there wasn't anything like official. Like we just spent some time together about 10 times over the past couple of months. So like nothing really official or anything. I wouldn't say like we're together or anything. But at this point in time, it's already too late. You gave yourself away with all the other answers, bitch. Like you already, exactly. you're, done. you're done for. You are and done. Natasha even asked her like, okay, so if somebody else comes in, are you open to them? And she's not really, you know, I just want to explore things with Brendan. And she's like, I came here for Brendan. So it's like, girl, you could have done that outside of paradise. Paradise is not to come there for somebody. You're supposed to come and explore. Like yep. that already gave it away to me too, that she, Brendan was a mastermind. She just came along and said, look, I'm just coming to get my man. He's the thinker. It's just, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Cause remember Brendan's also like a divorcer, divorcee. Is he a divorce? Even if he's a man, he's divorced. Okay. He'd been married and he divorced. Yes. Yeah. So he already know how this relationship should work. So Natasha finishes with Piper. She's like, ah, Brendan, come to my office. We talk now. Cause she's already got her whole shit lined up. And this Mm -hmm. is the most infuriating part of the episode. I, cause while Brendan is away from Piper and Natasha when they're talking. Brendan talking to a producer or somebody who is off screen and he's talking about Natasha not having any choices and he wasn't keeping her from anyone anyway, so why does it matter? And he was like, oh, she didn't have a single viable connection. He he said she had zero prospects. Those are his directors. She had zero prospects. That she... I don't know. It was very gross. Like the way he was talking about the way he was talking about Natasha, it was very gross. The way he flipped so quick was like insane to me coming from the same. This is the same guy who said he's not manipulative, but he, as soon as Piper entered like that day, he flipped the switch so quick. He said she had zero prospects. Like nobody else was checking for her. Even when he was like talking to her, he was like gaslighting the fuck out of her which we will get to and it was just like whoa are you trying to be the biggest villain on this franchise like of all time because <laughs> that's where you're heading listen it's so bad <laughs> so he's saying all that shit to other people 
I think it was just a producer because it looked like he was sitting in the same spot he was with Piper. But the only person who would have been around would have been a producer. And it was also like the least dopey voice that I've ever heard come from him. Like it was a very confident, assured, like I'm talking to on the low type of voice. Yes. Which you know it was genuine. That was like his actual Mm -hmm. thoughts about her the entire time. Absolutely. So Natasha pulls Brendan and they're talking about this thing. And so she's asking him the direct questions. And he's, oh, I told you that when I gave you the rose, like, I thought that you deserved to find somebody who was just a friendship rose. And she was like, no, you didn't. Like, and I'm, right. I'm sitting here and I'm wondering, like, is he trying to gaslight me too at home? Like, right. I never said that at the rose ceremony. I'm thinking back and I'm like, did he say that? And then he's going on and saying, no, it wasn't intimate. It wasn't romantic. And I'm like, it's a friendship. Like, like, it's like, a friendship. <laughs> Remember, Noah and Noah said he doesn't kiss his friends. So I don't know where Brendan gets right. off talking about he kisses his exactly. friends okay. and Natasha's like well I have a friendship with Ivan like this is not a friendship like, you know like not a friendship oh my gosh I was it's, I was livid I was so mad on behalf of her and even like he said like he told her he didn't have those feelings on a romantic level and he never said that yeah he he's like I that. told you I never had those feelings and you chose to have selective hearing and I was like oh buddy yeah. You about to get popped Girl, in the mouth. I was I'm saying I never wanted to punch somebody in the face more than I wanted to punch him then. Do you what my note says? My note said Natasha is a goddess for not having slapped Brendan in the face or popping his ass in the fucking mouth. That's exactly. literally what my note says. Because exactly. Cause that's what he deserved. Like he didn't deserve any less. Because how are you gonna tell? And it, that's the thing, it's like the audacity too. Like we've all seen this. You're on TV, you're everything's recorded, you're mic'd up. We've heard you for weeks saying you're building something with Natasha. Like she gave you a massage, you all kissed. And then to turn around and be like, she has selective hearing and this was unrequited and, on and, her part. And, she, and then he said to her, even said to her, he was like, who else would you have dated? She's like, I'm sorry to let you know, but there are several other attractive people on this beach who wanted to spend time with me and I chose to spend time with you. And exactly. I was just like, oh, dude, like you were, oh. So the entire infuriating conversation happened. I can't even talk too much about the details. My face is getting hot right now. My blood pressure is I rising. Know. I'm so I upset. Know. It was really upsetting because he was just flat out like lies. And that that's the conclusion that she comes comes to is that he's a liar he's a liar and she tried really hard and he made her feel really bad and insecure and I just felt for her because she tried really hard with a guy who was a manipulative asshole liar and that's how her paradise experience has culminated so far and it's crazy also in this conversation he admits that Piper visited him in Boston. And she's like, yeah, I knew that because that was all over their Instagram. (laughs) And that leads to a conversation that he and Piper were having afterwards. But because their shit was in Us Weekly, like every time they spent time together, people were- Oh, yeah. Yeah, people. And we even covered it. We were talking about it on our podcast. So and I was excited for them. And now I'm like, fuck them. They seem like the worst people. They seem like the worst people. So I don't know. They had that whole infuriating conversation. And then Piper and Brendan go off and talk. And everybody else is talking. Oh, and then yeah. Natasha's like, pissed. Yeah, Natasha's <laughs> pissed. So she, of course, she talks to, I think, Becca. She's sitting at the table and talking to Ivan as well. And she, Natasha's like, Ivan, what your boy did was fucked up. You have to admit that. And I was just kind of like, 
well, you know, like, what did he say? Ivan at first, when I went back to re to rewatch, Ivan at first was, was like, yeah, oh, oh, like he was asking like, why are they both still here? I feel like a lot of people in the villa was on the same page of why are Brendan and Piper together like this? Like, why are they here? Why is this happening? But nobody wanted no, to but no but remember them. ivan and brendan are friends ivan's not going to yes. say on camera anything against exactly. brendan which exactly. is the problem but yeah because i saw that i spotted that because remember ivan is the one that natasha's closest to and he's the one that's also closest to brendan so it would like they've hung out so it would have made sense women are also close to piper yeah everyone from that season close to piper the other women not yeah. as much but from that season would be close to piper but you know right. what? So I said, cool, fine, no problem. So now we get to the most interesting and infuriating part of the episode where Brendan and Piper are talking on the couch by themselves. And so it, this seems to have been filmed out of order and or shown to us out of order, right? Because it doesn't make sense for them to go back and cozy up immediately and start talking about followers. I feel like it was a shown out of order to just make it more shocking. Oh, how The Bachelor mm-hmm. does this. The producers do whatever they want to do. A lot of this stuff was not taken in the order that it actually happened. So it was still very upsetting to watch. Yeah. <laughs> regardless. So Brendan and Piper are talking and there's a point where, of course, they're talking about followers and Piper's like, oh, I got 10,000 followers from this thing. And she's like, oh, you got a huge bump too. You're welcome. And it's obvious that Brendan is trying to speak softer and get mm-hmm. Piper to also speak softer. You can see him messing with his mic. So if you guys don't know, the guys wear, those little weird corded necklaces, the guys wear, those are mics. So you see him like playing with the mic and like interfering with the sound a bit and talking very lowly, like very low mm-hmm. about stuff. And he's also like shit talking Natasha. And it's terrible. It's, it's, it's so bad. How Wasn't Piper saying she got like 10,000 followers after the Us Weekly? Yes. That same, what, that same thing where she went to visit him? Yep. Is, that's what she was, was saying. It was so, so gross. And they were talking about how many followers they're going to get from this. And it was just like... Oh, and oh, that she's going to have the most mentions on Paradise before she even shows up. Because yep. people were talking. Mm-hmm. And he's telling her all about the rumors people were spreading and about how he played yeah. it off. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. all bad. They're like doing this evil mastermind plotting giggling yeah. thing on camera. Yeah. And, and she even she even thanks him for doing it. Like she thanks him for yeah. she's like, thank you for doing the heavy lifting. And they talk about how stupid it is to put a label on things right before coming. And they basically are just talking about how they played the show. Yeah. To get a free trip and get but, clout. But here's the problem, right? You playing the show only works if that footage does not air exactly (laughs) so when the producers saw this and they heard this they were like this is a gold mine this must be included in every episode going forward please excuse us and (laughs) they're gonna milk the fuck out of this and Prior to the episode airing, Piper posted like a reel, all the rumors are true, and Brendan posted a photo here for the wrong reasons, trying to be funny and trying to be coy. I don't know if they saw the episode in its entirety, or they were just told that they had a heavy feature in the episode, but after the episode aired... Piper posted this like long thing about how, oh, it's reality TV and everyone on TV knows what they signed up for. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so you're trying to blame Natasha for going on TV for you guys manipulating her and shit talking her on camera. Exactly. 
Exactly. And it's just funny how it's, it doesn't even, the editing doesn't even really matter. That shit still came out your mouth. Like, exactly. Like, Brendan shit talking Natasha, mm-hmm. that still came out his mouth. He said that he was getting so annoyed by her and he was surprised she was still there. And that she and, had to do all this, he- she was heavy lifting and she was so right. needy. Like, he said all that shit. Yeah. And it was so gross. When I tell you it was so gross, I definitely am looking at Brendan in a new light. Not because of editing, but because what came out of his fucking mouth. Like, that is the gross part. Yeah. About this beautiful black woman. Here's the thing. Honestly thought if something. His gums were flapping and the sounds were coming out and you could match the sounds in his mouth. Exactly. Same thing with Piper. You can match the sounds and their mouths. This wasn't just Frankenbiting. This was literally like, Deandra posted a video about how the TV works as well. They're like, they can't put anything out there that you didn't already say. They exactly. can put it in a different context, but you already said it. You said this. Oh. You said Natasha was annoying and you said she had no prospects. That's what we heard. And that's what I'm going to judge you on. Yep. So yep. don't come balling to us talking about, oh, it's editing and done. It's reality TV and you don't know. When you said what you fucking said, stand behind your words. What is the, f- Brennan has lost, what, almost 100,000 followers right now? Which is wild. Piper, is I think, Piper has lost like maybe 5,000 something. But I think also she buys followers. Yeah, don't take my word on that, but it, it seems like she buys street. followers. Um, word on the street is that's what she's doing because her follower counts are like off because of like how quickly people are following and then people are like unfollowing like right after so yep yep it's a yeah. whole thing it's a whole thing obviously the sweet moment is no one abigail or the sweet moment demi getting embarrassed by kenny i feel like it's mean for that to be the sweet moment but it also is i don't know what i would put for my sweet moment in this one yeah i guess kenny rejecting demi that was a very sweet moment for me i cackled I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, I definitely cackled. Sour moment. What's your sour moment? There's, we have a lot to choose from, but I think I can guess. Brendan's entire existence is my sour moment. His entire yes. existence. I for sure. He is definitely my sour moment. But the last part, like the very end of the episode, when Natasha's like, Ivan, you need to check your friend, and Ivan just like uncomfortably laughs it off. That's also. A, a big sour moment for me too, because that, especially after we see what happens next episode. Yeah. I don't even want to go in deep into the Ivan thing yet because it matters more next episode. I'm just like, That's you know true. what? I'm That's just like, true. you know what? We're going to hold it. We're going to hold it. Cause this is going to be but a my, long conversation at the end. <laughs> my for sure sour moment of this episode was when Brendan said Natasha had no prospects. I, I was like, Oh, like even with the whole plot and the plan, it was like, all right, whatever. You're just doing this plan. But when we got to that point, it was like, okay, that's just, flat out you're being flat out disrespectful right now like yep. you are being flat out man- manipulative disrespectful like you are not somebody who needs to who anybody needs to be giving any sort of attention to so that was my definitive sour moment of the episode yep yep so that that's episode six let's go to episode seven which is where we see titus burgess for the first time and just to forward a little bit, jump forward. Next week, we see little John as a host. And I'm upset that Titus doesn't get more time because we only Me see him too. for one day. But these, I don't like they, that. They're, really, they're really just like running through these hosts, even though it's supposed to be four guest hosts. So I'm like, how yeah. long is Paradise really going to last? Like, it's lasting till the end of the month, I'm sure. So it's, we still have several more weeks left. And I don't like this because I was under the impression 
that we're going to have like at least one host per quote unquote week. So we for had Dave weeks. Bates it felt like for a long time. We had Lance Bass for a couple episodes and now Titus is here for one episode. Very weird. I don't like it. But yeah. you know what? Because next week we go back to single episodes, which is why I'm like, I don't like it because it's obviously oh, see him. Yeah. the next week we only have one episode on a Tuesday and in that episode, Will John appears. That makes sense because usually they'll disappear like right before the rose ceremony. And in this episode, the rose ceremony is that night. No, the rose ceremony is the next day. So yeah, but I we don't see, but sense. we don't see anything with Titus at all. Like this whole time. So this whole time after Lance has been gone, there's been no host that we have seen. So right. that's why it's so mm-hmm. odd to me how they've done this. But I digress. Titus Burgess arrives on the beach and says he's hosting a tight ass VIP party. And he has a list of guests that he's invited to this party. And the guest list includes Becca, Aaron, Noah, Abigail, Kenny, Jasenia, Chris, Riley, Deandra, James, Thomas, and Demi. So Demi's excited that Mari's not going to be there. Mari's sad that she's not going to be there. We don't see Tia. No one knows where the fuck Tia is. Marissa right, where is- was Tia this whole episode? Who knows? <laughs> Marissa is sad that she's not going with Riley. And that's pretty much it. Like everybody else is more or less coupled up. Mari gave James her rose, but he's not checking for her like that. Like I already know that. James is wholly uninterested in any woman on the beach. James and Aaron have their match going on. Also, this episode opens with Demi asking to go to the boom room room again. Yeah, and Kenny saying no. And Kenny shrugs it off again. It was like, girl, how desperate are you? What is going on? Can you imagine somebody first thing in the morning, like this girl throwing at her, this insecure girl saying, you want to go to the boom boom room? Like, girl, give it a rest. He was like, right now? (laughs) Exactly. Girl, give it a rest. So jeez. Anyway. (laughs) The party list comes out. Mari's telling people she's upset. Ivan's like, Mari, you should crash the party. That was like he was like, we should crash it because he wasn't invited either. Yeah, that was like, what what you gonna do when you go there, Ivan? What you gonna do? I don't understand. Exactly. Exactly. But this is not the first time they've had like special events on the beach, right? Because we had Crystal and Chris Randone's wedding on the beach that was only special oh, people yes. who were invited as well so mm-hmm. it's a very particular it happens from time to time yeah mm-hmm. but you know we're, we're thomas and tammy are super cute like thomas is getting ready to go and he and tammy have things as like a laissez-faire sort of thing where we're very into each other but we don't want to feel obligated to each other so i want you to right. choose to mm-hmm. want me and vice versa so right. there's mm-hmm. a lot of kissing a lot of sweetness before they go on mm-hmm. this Thomas goes to this party and Tammy stays on the beach and she's obviously upset, but she's like thugging it out. She's like, yeah, like I'm not too mad or anything. You can go to a party without me. That's fine. And I'm like, girl, you know, it's not fine. You cannot let Thomas out of the house by himself, girl. Come on. <laughs> and so it, it's made all the more apparent when we get to this party and realize that Titus has invited four new girls to the party. And that is mm-hmm. Chelsea, Alana, Alea, and McKenna. So Chelsea, of course, from Matt James season, five foot ten black short hair supermodel can't forget can't ever forget chelsea correct you know who chelsea is. alana was also on matt season i think she left on night one i don't think she did anything with him or maybe she yeah. left on like the rose ceremony right after that who knows i barely remember her <laughs> like i remember her face because it's boring but <laughs> leia was on peter's season and leia had drama with victoria p who we also know was on paradise and victoria p was spreading a lot of rumors about it leia was like yo this girl's being manipulative Peter sent Alea home and then brought her back 
and then sent her home again. It was very Oh yeah. Oh, she was the one because yeah. like he was pressured. He sent her home and then he was like, actually, I want her here. And he brought her back and then he was pressured again. And yeah, it's the whole thing. So justice for Alea always. And then there is McKenna, who you might also remember from Peter season, the lick lipping, the, the lip licking, not the lick lip. <laughs> what am I saying? Like her weird facial expressions that people are comparing to Justin's. But to be fair, I think <laughs> Justin's facial expressions can only compare to Diggy from Rachel season. But I digress. Oh, I forgot about I forgot Diggy had great facial expressions too. I love his commentary too. If y'all don't follow Diggy yeah. on Twitter, you need to follow him. Diggy. Hilarious. So <laughs> it's great. So we have these four new girls, and it's obviously not an uneven number of girls to men. And this night's gonna go in whatever way it goes. So uh, on this like very formal looking dance club situation please it's the it's the club at ibera star resort like it's not that serious but okay (laughs) so awkward right off the bat because once alana walks in jesenia is like oh i remember alana we all had gone to san diego she had the hots for chris she threw herself at him and he was like "Uh, i'm not really into it and that's how it just describes it and so she knows that alana is only here for chris and that she wants chris so she's mm-hmm. a bit insecure, but hopeful that Chris and her are good. One can only hope. That's where we're at. So there's mm-hmm. that bit of awkwardness there. Yeah, she's not happy. No and Abigail, no issues. They're totally fine. Demi is all up on Kenny. We don't really see much of them throughout this whole party thing. Aaron and James, I think, are talking to each other and to the new girls. <laughs> like just like talking to everyone. She's very in her like pageant mode even though she's not a pageant queen mm-hmm. like she's very social butterfly mode i don't it's really it's very weird to me that aaron and becca are there and becca gave him the rose and he's he's just not entertaining her whatsoever he's like i wonder what thomas is doing james let's go I find know, let's go stop thomas <laughs> it just it's so odd here we are we're at this point and alana and chris go off and talk they so, didn't just go off and talk. He actually not, even tell. Hold on. This is where it gets confusing <laughs> to me. I'm going to tell you why it's confusing to me. So we see the part where Chris goes to Alana and asks her to go and talk. And they're talking. And then Jasenia walks by where they are, thanks to the producers, and sees them kissing. She's terribly upset. So we see that. Yep. Mm-hmm. But after that, we see Jasenia and Chris talking at the table. And Chris is like, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. It seems like Jacen is upset because it seems like she's seen the kiss. But then Alana comes over and tries to steal Chris. And Jacen is like, we're in the middle of a conversation. Like we're talking literally right now. And Alana says, yeah, but you've had him to yourself all night. And she's like, and we're having a conversation that we're going to finish. And then after that, you can talk to him. So I'm a bit unsure as to the timeline. So is it that she's just been feeling salty because Alana is there or has she already seen the kiss yet? Because I think that at the table conversation point, I feel like she hasn't seen the kiss yet. Because remember, Chris touched Alana. He was like, yeah, it's okay. I'll talk to you after. So it felt there was a bit of a confusion with the timeline for me. I was a bit confused. Yeah, it it could be. I just maybe they did edit it that way. So you see Chris grabbing her first and the kiss first and then I don't know to paint him a certain way. Yeah, because because now it looks like he lied to her. It looks like he lied to Justenia that way. So either I don't know who knows what happened first. But the most important part about this kiss situation in the first instance, because there's more than one kiss. The first instance Mm -hmm. is that Chris says, I'm going to do something that I've wanted to do for a while. 
mm-hmm. and then he kisses her. And that is right. when Yesenia walks past and sees them making out. And it's mm-hmm. shit. So Chris is I, obviously yeah. hot for Alana, which does not match the story Jasenia said before at all, which right. is very confusing. And, but also, to me, it just it screams calculated, too, because he says... He want he wonders what Jasenia's thinking. Like she's been sweet to him the entire time he's been there. So I'm like, yeah. All of so, a sudden, she's been sweet to him. But from the exactly. previous episode, I'm here for Jasenia. I'm all in on Jasenia. I don't care who Jasenia is talking to. I only right. want to be with her. Like, this is right. a very big switch from what he has said to her. Right. right. All of a sudden, it's, he's downplaying the connection that they had, and. I don't know. It's just, it was just weird. It was so weird how this happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then later, like on the dance floor, we're supposed to be dancing, Chris and Alana dancing. And then they start making out on the dance floor right by Jasenia. And Jasenia is like heartbroken. Obviously, she was very sad when the kiss happened, but she's heartbroken at this point. So she literally, she leaves early. She's like this and she leaves. And it's like you go like it's like you go out with someone and they find somebody else and hook up in front of you. Like, what is that? That was so yeah. gross to me. That and was, even like uh-uh. in a Chris and Alana's conversation, she asked Chris if he felt bad and he said no. But we know what? Yep. yep. Listen, it's a whole thing. So remember, Riley's also at this party. That's important for later. <laughs> That's important for later. So is Aaron. So is Thomas. So there's a lot of people at this party. So while everyone at this party has this weird stuff going on. Jasenia is like back at the resort. She's like breaking down crying, saying what happened with Chris and people are comforting her. And then Marissa goes off to have a nervous breakdown over her not knowing what Riley is doing. And I'm like, but no one gives a fuck about Riley right now. Literally, Jasenia just watched her man with somebody else in front of her and everyone else at this party. If, If Riley did something, she would have mentioned it, bitch. Relax. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. She like full on starts crying on the beach. I don't know. I feel like she had maybe had a little bit too much to drink and they were talking about this endlessly because the whole time like these people were at the party, she, Tammy, and I forget who else, Mari, were just in yeah. there and talking about what was what could be happening, what could be happening, what could be happening. And then Jasenia comes and says like the literally the worst happened to her and she was there. And so I feel like it was kind of just pushed her over the edge to be like, what the fuck? We didn't think anything would happen and now something's happening. But it was like, girl, like calm the <laughs> like, fuck down. Take <laughs> like, no. Relax. 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 I really do feel like they brought Chelsea in for Riley and brought Riley there without Marissa just to see if something would happen. But nothing happened. And it was very much to me, it was kind of like, black person, black person. Okay, meet, kiss. <laughs> but Chelsea's type that's not what is happened. not Riley. Chelsea's type is tall and light-skinned. Yes. Like, yeah. let's so be honest here. They did here. not do their research. <laughs> they did not. They did not. So it's like, okay fine no problem we're gonna do this thing so it's the next day after the party everyone is back and i don't know what to say we start off with mari pulling kenny again and them having a follow-up conversation and then it seems like they're back together because he's pretty much yeah i have to talk to demi but like i'm all in with you Mm -hmm. like i would leave today with you if i could and she was like oh my god me too and I was yeah, like, this they is both, they both agree. This I know. <laughs> I was, I don't know. Let me tell you, it just, it grinds my gears watching beautiful women like Mari beg back to Kenny. That's basically what she was doing. She was begging back this whole time. And it was like, girl, what? I just, 
Ooh, anyway, if they're happy, I'm happy. It, but I don't operate under that premise, but I guess right. that's what they so, want to do. That's fine. So the, they're kissing. Them. They're back on. Mm-hmm. So if you guys mm-hmm. follow our recap posts, I'm actually including Mari and Kenny in the kiss count because they broke up and now they're back together. So it's a whole new set of kisses. Yep. Okay. Just yep. put that up. <laughs> and we can keep track. We can, we can semi keep track of more kisses. Yeah. And no one, <laughs> Abigail, don't count because they never actually broke it off. They were just like, right. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so. Yeah. We're back, just so you guys know, for the recap post. And then now Demi sees them kissing. Or it, it, it's implied that she sees them kissing. And she is heated. She's very mm-hmm. hot. She feels like she's been a, an idiot. She's been taken advantage of, whatever. She was. You can mm-hmm. see, she's like, how can you have sex with me and then go back to her? Which mm-hmm. I understand those feelings, right? I'm not yes, saying that you're not having right. you know, good feelings. I get it, Demi. You're feeling some type of way about this. And that is totally fine. I respect your feelings. However, what you start doing is shit talking Mari. Like, I'm way better than her. Like, she's pageant bitch. She's mean. No one likes yeah. her. Da, 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 da. And she's just, I'm like, it's not a good look, sweetie. Like, for you to be desperately shit talking the person that Kenny was originally interested in anyway. But my thing is, was he shit talking Mari with her? Because she seemed way too comfortable. And I feel like at one moment she was like, she's this, she's that, she's that. And he was like, absolutely. I know. <laughs> well, no, I, he just I, like I, caught himself. <laughs> I don't think he was shit talking Mari. I think he was just trying to reassure her. Yeah. I, or like trying to just like keep her calm because she's always been shit talking Mari from jump. I don't feel like he did, but I feel like it was more of a, I get what you're saying, Demi. Like I get where you're coming from. But X, Y, Z, A, B, C. So it's more like a placating as opposed to shit talking on his side. I I feel like he did before. And that's why they bonded. Because she was like, oh, like you and Mario on the rocks. I'm a shit talker with you. And we're going to bond over this. And I feel like that's why she instantly went back to, why do you like her? She's this, she's that, she's that. Kind of just like repeating. I feel like she was just yeah. repeating everything. But that she was had. also shit talking Mari to everyone else. So I don't think it was special for him. So true. that's why I don't think it was like him being like, oh, Mari is horrible. I think if he quote unquote shit talked Mari, it would have been more like, oh God, she's so fucking crazy. She's confused. Like she just threw away a great thing. Da 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 da. And I think that more would have been like Demi being like, yeah, she threw you away. Like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Demi's an instigator. Sorry, not sorry. Even she though is. I think Kenny's an adult. He's not really that much of an adult, but I think Kenny's an adult. And if he wants to shit talk someone, he will. I don't believe that he did the majority of shit talking. I think this was all Demi trying to stoke the fire to make sure he doesn't go back to me. For sure. I definitely, if it's one thing I realized in this section and like Demi talks almost exactly like Trump. Like she's, she's a mean girl and I'm so nice to you. I'm such a fun person. And she's a mean, mean girl. I'm such a fun time. And it was like, Girl, do you have any other adjectives? Like, no, because she also her has adjectives no self-worth. are mean, nice, and fun, and that's it. She and has it, no oh, and she calls Kenny immature. Yeah, she has none. She has none. And then she calls Kenny, Kenny immature to top it off. Like, girl. Yeah, I mean, he please. is, but he not with you. He wasn't. It's, like, it's pot. It's pot and kettle once again. It's just pot yeah. and kettle. No. So yeah, but Kenny breaks it off with Demi. She's distraught or whatever who cares so while this other people care but not me demi has already proven what kind of person she's on social media and on the show sorry i don't give a shit about her sorry not sorry so i don't i don't either (laughs) now we're at this point where it's the day after the party chris is obviously a little bit hungover and he's like moping around the beach 
I don't know yeah. what happened after Jasenia left the party. I don't know if Jasenia had even said anything to him at the party. Something happened. But he's like moping around. He's like crying mm-hmm. and whatever. And so based on this is going into what people say about Chris on the internets, right? Chris mm-hmm. is a very sweet person. He would never hurt anyone on purpose. He's super nice, super sweet, yada. That's mm-hmm. all I've heard about Chris from day one. Mm-hmm. This behavior does not align with that. And right. so if the conversation about his character is true, then that means he was definitely beating himself up a lot. I feel like he was. Because I think even Tammy walked up to him and she's like, what did you do? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, what happened? He was like, I don't know. And throughout yeah. the whole episode, like you see, he he actually did look very regretful of like how things went down. I think he was drunk and he was like, oh, I like Alana. Oh, let's do this. They so was like, holy shit, that was not the best approach. Like even yeah. if he wanted to be with her, he probably could have done it, done it a different way. Exactly. You know? So of course, who comes down the steps? But Alana, she comes mm-hmm. with a date card. She asks Chris right off the bat. Chris immediately says he's going. And that's his first mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Wait, no. Does he? No, he says, I want to talk to you first. No, he asked her to go talk. Yeah. Talk first. And so they talk yeah. and he says yes. Right? And Alana is yeah. like, hey, we're here to have fun. Like, let's leave all this drama behind. Yada, yada, yada. He's like, I'd love to do that. And so he gets ready for this date to go. And then people are like, so you're not going to talk to Jasenia? That's weird. He's like, well, what do right. you mean? And they're like, you what wow you were dating jesenia up until yesterday bro until like yesterday right. at, at 7 p.m you were dating jesenia and then you were laughing <laughs> some other bitch like what do you mean but even before that he basically he makes this announcement that they're going on a date no no he makes an announcement right when they're leaving he makes an announcement when they're leaving no he makes it before he talks to jesenia he makes mm-hmm. the announcement and then he comes back and they're like oh, you should talk to her <laughs> but he makes a whole announcement that they're going yeah. on a date it might upset some people. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, he, he did not need to make an announcement. But I honestly did not like when Joe mocked him afterward. I kind of liked the mocking because the announcement was unnecessary and it made him look like an asshole. <laughs> but that, that's why I said, because he was holding hands with Alana when he agreed to go on the date. That's why, it happen- that's why I think it happened after he tried to talk to Jesenia. Because that's right. when he was walking out, not. Oh, you feel like oh, that's yeah. like according to like the yeah. real timeline. Not yeah, real timeline. Time. It doesn't make how to edit yeah. it doesn't make sense. Because why would you yeah. make that announcement? I was I was wondering. Time? I was yeah. like, why would you make the announcement? Exactly. That stupid doesn't make stupid sense. Announcement. So, anyway, he goes over tries to talk to Jessica, and yeah. she's just with nothing to talk about. <laughs> There's nothing for us to say. So. You've and he's already, like, I feel I owe it to you. And she's like, I don't think you owe me anything. You've already <laughs> you told me, me who, who you are. are. That's it. <laughs> she's like, I don't have anything to talk to you about. And then she's like, what a waste of a rose. I was like, oh, Jasenia. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. And the, I get the, it too. I love it. <laughs> the interesting part about this is people are like, oh, Jasenia did the same thing to Ivan. I'm like, that is not true. At- Jasenia no. and Ivan had a conversation. She went on. She, yes. They were never exclusive. She went on the date with mm-hmm. Chris, and when she came back from the date, she talked to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jasenia talked to Ivan both before and after, and just basically let him know, okay, this is what's going on. I, I really feel like there's a spark there that needs to be explored. It wasn't like she went on a date and it was something solid, and then she came back and acted like Ivan didn't exist. Like, she came yeah. back and was like, no. oh, that was tenuous. Now it's becoming solid. I want to pursue that. Versus... Yeah. 
Chris basically flat out made out with somebody right in front of her on a date while they were on a date. They were basically on a date. Yeah, it's not the same thing at all. And that's one thing I want people to remember. And the other thing I have written down here is everyone is mocking Chris, but have they forgotten it's also fuck Brendan and Viper? Exactly. Even Deandra, Deandra was saying like it's starting to feel very talking about Chris and Alana. She said it's starting to feel very Brendany and Pipery, and I was like, yes. "Oh, okay, you know, <laughs> yes, she knows <laughs> you know. what's up. She knows what's up." So Chris and Alana's day is boring, except for this really yeah. awkward moment where they're trying to kiss and yeah. just repositioning five or six times. I'm I was not a fan of that. It's very awkward. I, I was not. I, just, I do not believe their connection at all like I believed him and Jasenia more than I believed him and Alana and I don't think yeah she's fun to watch I don't know her but she's I just don't think she's, she's interesting she's never been interesting it's okay it's okay while they're on the date like everybody else is shit talking them like of course yeah and like, everyone's shit talking them yeah Joe and- admits Chris was asking him how to be popular I just said, I think somebody else was saying Alana was talking to them about followers, and I was like, okay, this yeah. Is so Desenia said Alana talked about followers before the show. Yeah. Joe said that Chris mm-hmm. talked about how to be popular, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to something later on that particular topic. But mm-hmm. we said, okay, fine. And while this is happening, Chelsea arrives, and so the question comes up: Who is Chelsea's type? And mm-hmm. Serena and else was it serena and i think abigail abigail know chelsea better yeah obviously abigail yeah. knows chelsea really well and so abigail was like thomas or like aaron like she likes tall yeah. like brown whatever yeah and so tammy is immediately worried because chelsea mm-hmm. is a goddess but mm-hmm. chelsea surprises us all and chooses aaron which mm-hmm. i did not see coming I didn't see that coming either, but also I'm like, Tammy, girl, if you're going to choose a hot man like Thomas, you got to be prepared. Like, you can't be on edge. <laughs> People are going to choose him. <laughs> you have yeah. to relax. <laughs> like, and if you guys aren't exclusive, like, he's also going to go on the dates. Like, exactly. He's going to go. <laughs> he's gonna go, girl. Have you seen him? So, damn. Obviously. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And I, mm-hmm. I missed this part with Chelsea and Aaron on the date because my dad wanted me to help him with the groceries. So Lex, take it away. Oh. <laughs> Basically, so Chelsea and Aaron, they go on this really cute horseback riding date. I'm not going to lie. Like we saw a different part of Aaron. This was Aaron's first date ever on the show. We saw him actually like heavy flirting and being romantic. And I really like the part. There was this one part where he and Chelsea, they're like on the picnic on the beach or whatever, and they're talking. And he's like, I kiss with my eyes closed. Do you? And she's like, yeah. It's just like a slight Hilarious. nudge of Matt. <laughs> Matt love love that matte shade. Love it. <laughs> yes, a slight matte shade. So it was very cute. They were very cute together. And it was very like, oh, Aaron can do this? Like he can be romantic and fun on a date and not shit talk people? I feel like every time yeah. we've seen Aaron talk to a woman, he's been shit talking somebody. So this yep. is the first time that we haven't seen that. Yes, so anyway, that's true. That and then while this is happening, Becca is freaking out because she said she's never not gotten a rose and this is just like such a different experience for her. And I'm like, girl... Look at where you at. Come on. To be fair, though, she didn't get sent home on The Bachelor. She won The Fucking Bachelor and then yeah. got broken up with. So she got mm-hmm. the rose and the engagement ring. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm keeping it, but yeah. it's a very odd position for her to be in. 
Which it is, like, is. stupid that she's on the beach, but whatever. Like somebody compared it to a college kid going to the high school party, which is exactly what it feels like. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. <laughs> so weird. And she gets a date card. So I was like, how does Becca get another date card? And Lex is like, no, remember she didn't have a date card. She had a rose. And I was like, she came in at the last rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then just it. talked to people and that was it. Never got a date. So yeah, this is her first date card on this show. <laughs> and she gets a date card and we find out that she and Thomas had a great conversation the night before and so it's okay interesting all right so she goes to tammy and she's tammy i want to talk mm-hmm. to you just to let you know i have a date card and tammy's like and you want to ask thomas and she says yes but i don't want to make things awkward for you i want everything to be good with us and tammy's yeah he can do whatever he wants to do we are choosing to be with each other not beholden to each other or whatever do what you gotta do so becca asks thomas says yes and Tammy bursts into tears immediately. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, what you thought Thomas was going to do not say yes? Like, he's definitely going to say yes. But also something that didn't sit right with me is that when Becca was saying she had a great conversation with Thomas, she's he's so eloquent, he's so well-spoken. And I don't know, I just have a thing about white people calling people of color well-spoken. Because it's like... I feel that. Why? What Like, how is this relevant to what you're looking for? Like, that yep. doesn't make sense. But anyway... Becca asks Thomas, he's like, let's do the damn thing. Yeah, and that's funny. (laughs) Because then on the date, Thomas is like, oh, I haven't watched your season. And I was like, okay, but you used her catchphrase. To be fair, exactly, didn't have to actually watch her season to hear the catchphrase because that was in the commercials. All the commercials. She probably said it on the beach a lot. Yeah. maybe Maybe he picked it up. But also on the way, he says that she was the only person he really wanted to go on a date with. And the only person he would have said yes to, I'm like, boy, bye. He would have said yes to any woman who came well, down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's true, though. Thomas is very so. clearly has certain types, right? So light, bright, obviously, Serena P. And petite. So Becca's tall, but her frame is very similar to Serena's. Tammy, very similar as well. I think he has a type. And he wouldn't have gone for like an Alea or like a McKenna or somebody, but I can see he's but I do. very specific. He wouldn't have gone out with anyone, but I see him going for like very specific types of women, I think. I disagree. I feel like he would have gone with anyone for the screen time, like honestly, like anybody who asked him. Because I feel like he's that type of person to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be the courteous, like charming gentleman of your dreams and get my screen time. And then I'm just not going to fuck with you. I don't feel that way about Thomas that you do. So mm-hmm. but I'm just saying based on what we've seen on Paradise so far, yeah, I true. don't that's think true. that he would go with just anyone. I think he has very specific standards that he is sticking to. And mm-hmm. all the women that he has talked to on the beach are, are of a certain type, I think. Inclu- mm-hmm. As adjacent to white as possible. If that's not true. outright that's white. True. So that's there's true. that. Yeah, the others, while Thomas is on this date, the others think Thomas has found a victim. Yeah. And I love this part because Marissa's confused. She's like, why is all this Thomas date? He seems fine to me. He's fine. He's tall. He's smooth. He's handsome. What's going on? And my girl, yes, please ask the questions because we need to know. Yeah, no, I get that. Like, she she asked the question. She's like, he seems cool. He's been nothing but nice to me. I have no issues with this man. Y'all are just haters. Y'all just hate him because he's pretty. And I'm like, that's pretty much it. Because then Thomas, yeah. Thomas is on the date with Becca. Aaron comes back with Chelsea. And is oh, Tammy's upset because Thomas went on this date with Becca. And she's like, well, serves her right. 
And I was like, are you kidding me? Go fuck yourself, dude. Go. Come on. You're so bitter. Like, all you care about is Thomas. You don't give a shit about any woman on this beach. Exactly. And he doesn't give a shit that Thomas is on a date with Becca, the person he's coupled up with. He more, I don't know. I just, I cannot with this man. I was very surprised to see him on Chelsea on that date. Let me tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. He is who he is. And then... Of course, Chris and Alana come back. And at this point, the whole beach is riled up because Jasenia is upset. Riley witnessed the upset with his own two eyes. Aaron has also witnessed the upset with his own two eyes. And Joe is, now we got to talk about this. So what the fuck is going on? We got to corner Chris. So the second they come back in from this date, Riley and Joe are like, Chris, let's talk to you for a second. Mano a mano. We're going to gang up on you. So it's, it's Chris and versus joe riley and jesenia and Mm -hmm. a lot of different people joe is like all right let me ask you this question so you ask the question and quick is an answer and joe's like nah run that back that's not what you said to us that's not what you said (laughs) like joe literally says no no let's run that again let's run that again because (laughs) chris is talking about how oh i told you guys and i told jesenia that there's something missing between us and riley is absolutely not that's not anything you've ever said what are you talking about? What are you mm-hmm. saying right now? Mm-hmm. And it turns into them pretty much like screaming at him and right. cursing him out. Chris. And Jasenia mm-hmm. also, she's feeling her feelings. She's well within her rights to feel her feelings. Jasenia is mm-hmm. also a Scorpio, by the way. Funny story. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, she's oh. Scorpio. So it oh. makes more sense. Look, look at Jasenia compared to Piper. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the woman who knows what she's doing. Jasenia mm-hmm. is, she's, she is upset still upset obviously so she's attacking him and to me i don't think attacking anyone is correct but she's the only person who's allowed to talk to him a certain kind of way because it's her feelings these guys ganging up on him is also like hella fucked up so we're at this point and then alana's do you want to hear what i have to say they're like no no one asked (laughs) yeah they're like no like girl know your place let let chris deal with his shit but I don't know. This was very gross to me in the in the ganging up to attack yes. this man. And we'll, we'll, we'll get more into this. But basically, they also, they just pressure him to leave, which I don't think I've ever seen happen on this show before. Yeah, like, I other contestants pressuring someone to, like, leave. I've never seen this before. I Maybe i just forgotten, but no one I've talked to will remember seeing anything like this before either. It is so weird. It's just so weird. And it was just so weird how they did it too. And I was like, if I was Chris, I'm not leaving. But he did. He was like, he just got up and told Alana, like, he's going to leave. And I was like, yeah. wait, what? Yes. And Alana's like, what, you going to leave me here by myself? He's like, we could leave together. Yeah. And we can figure this out. And then she's like, I'm not confident enough after one date to say I want to spend all this time with you, bruv. Like, what? And so I know. she starts tearing up. She's like, I've been here 24 hours. It was like, girl, it is not your, this is not your show. <laughs> this is not for you. And also, if you only came down here for Chris, then why do you care if you're leaving or not? Exactly. As long as you leave together, what's the point? What's, right? what's the issue? What's the issue? So, you can tell in her mind she was torn between staying there with Chris, leaving with Chris, or staying there and possibly getting more screen time. Like you can see her mind working, like which one is yeah. more worth it? Yeah, she's upset. So mm-hmm. they both pack up and they both leave. Alana mm-hmm. leaves in front of everyone. Chris sneaks away like a thief in the night. So Alana yeah. gets in the car first, and then you see Chris go to a car and put in his stuff. And you realize yeah. Alana is in the same car. And she's like, Chris, this is my car. 
this is not your car. And ah! That was a production fuck up on purpose. The production did that. Be. And I was just like, it come on. Then he takes stuff out of her car, puts it in his own car, right. and then they both leave. He's already pissed Paradise. off at this point. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and, and it's obviously, it's a very hard thing. As much as I can say Chris definitely handled this badly, and he fucked up. He doesn't deserve this. So while this is going on, this happens. Chris and Alana leave. And Natasha is, ha. Huh, funny how they have so much strength for Chris and Alana. And they don't seem to give a shit about what happened with me and Brendan. And I was like, yes, bitch. Mm-hmm. Say yes, that shit. Call them out. Say that call- shit. Even Piper and Brendan had the audacity to be sitting there and be like, oh, why would he do that? Don't come here if you don't want to explore other people. And it was like, bitch, what? Excuse me? Can you say that again? Excuse me? I was just like, oh, it was so infuriating. I was like, I was so pissed off. And I think, I don't know if it was like at the end of the episode or in the preview, but even Demi was like, wait, this fucked up. Brendan did that and he's still here. And I was like, thank yep. you. Somebody else notices it. Yep. Because what the fuck? Let's do sweet and sours and then we're going to talk more. Okay? <laughs> so. Yes, because there is a lot that we need to break down between what happened. But sweet and sours. Ooh, sweet part. Okay, I got I to gotta turn my brain around. <laughs> what is the sweet part? I think the sweet part, this episode's sweet moment. Chelsea's gorgeous body. Chelsea, but I was also going to say Jasenia, when Chris went to Jasenia, this is not, sorry, but it's sweet for me. And she was like, what do we have to talk about? <laughs> she was like, I don't owe you nothing. It's sweet to me. That's why it's a sweet moment. It's sweet me. Yes, it's sweet me. It's sweet me bad. So that's my sweet moment. What's your sweet moment? Chelsea. Just anything with Chelsea on her screen is a sweet moment. Yes, I know. She's just really like they had her walking in with three randos, in my opinion. It was like Chelsea and three random white women. Who are these people? Chelsea, you look amazing. But yeah, she is the moment. She definitely is. All right. Let's do sour moments. Them bullying Chris. Yes, bullying. The bullying of Chris and the blindness of Brendan. Those are my two sour moments i'm gonna say and the insecurity of demi that's just a blanket sour moment <laughs> yeah that's just across her. this entire that, series that's just her existence she's fine but okay. okay so that's sweet and sours now let's get into mm-hmm. the combo of monday and tuesday's episode and why it was so terrible so chris is a man of color right just like thomas is a man of color And it's always so fucking easy for them to gang up on men of color and paint them as villains. And I hate it. Mm -hmm. Brendan is a whole ass white man who's a tan, who's a tan ass white man out there. And he talks shit about Natasha. He manipulated Natasha. He had a whole ass fucking girlfriend at home. And it's also disgusting to me that Piper allowed Brendan to talk shitty about a woman of color as well. Like a black woman, a fellow black woman. Like what the fuck is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with you? It's also just very, like he didn't, he was not remorseful. Chris at least, my thing is Chris at least was remorseful. He was moping around all day. He looked remorseful. He looked like that probably, probably nothing that should have happened. Brendan and Piper did not even seem to care that much about what other people thought. They did not look remorseful. They didn't seem to care at all about how, what Natasha felt. And nobody else in the house did, maybe except for Becca, but nobody cared enough to call out Brendan and then here comes Chris and Alana and everybody gangs up on him and defends Jasenia. And it was just like this whole, that whole part of the episode just did not sit right with me. It was like, yes, I'm glad y'all were there for Jasenia. 
no, I hate that you bullied this man of color. And I also hate that you di- are not holding this white person accountable. What are y'all doing? The, mix, what are the you massage. Doing? It is. It definitely is. And Natasha was dro- dropping hints all day about how similar this was to her situation and how it made her feel and how this is exactly like with Brendan and Piper. And people just straight up ignored her. They just ignored what she was feeling. And it was like, ooh, Lord. Like It's, it's the misogynoir. It's the colorism. It's all of these things come together because Jasenia is so, what, delicate because she's light-skinned and acceptable, right? Like, we can't have anyone hurting our precious light-skinned princess. Like, how could they do that? Exactly. That's what it looks like. Because Joe and Natasha are supposed to be friends because they host a podcast together. So why was he not the first one caping for Natasha? So where was all this vim? Like, Riley went to bat for Jasenia. Went to bat for her. And could even call out Brendan for her Natasha. Like, Riley, what are you... Not even in a conversation with Natasha privately to be like, yeah, right. it was fucked up. That's not great. Are what, you joking? What? Like, everybody on this beach failed Natasha. Every single person on this beach failed her. And I will be damned if it takes Demi to call shit out to light. Like, I'm going to hate this show if it really takes Demi to be the one to be like, hold up, this is fucked up. Brendan and Piper did the same thing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like it's it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be good. If I have to like credit Demi with something positive, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate myself. I don't know what Me to too. do. We're just gonna have to reset the beach. Like I, what what is going on if Demi is the person with the highest like morals in this on this thing? Anyway, I just ooh, there's a lot of layers here. There's your basic generic racism. When it comes to bullying this man of color and when it comes to turning a blind eye to how this dark-skinned woman was feeling, there was blatant colorism when it comes to... I also felt a type of way about people just like welcoming a like Piper. I know they were friends, but it was like, that was fucked up. Hold your friend accountable. Like she and her boyfriend did something fucked up and that affected Natasha. But because it was Natasha, a dark-skinned black woman... I just feel like everybody was like, yeah, it's okay. You know, like she, she's a veteran. She'll be fine. Exactly. Black women are strong. They got this. She's a strong, beautiful queen. Like, no, <laughs> stick up for her. What are y'all doing? Everybody failed her. I'm so mad. And I'm so mad I rewatched it because I'm realizing just how much literally everybody on that beach failed her. And I hope they make it right next week. Otherwise, we're going to have to talk. <laughs> and by make it right, literally, y'all gonna have to, y'all gonna have to do this shit. Like, you're gonna have to do it bigger than what you did to Chris. You bullied exactly. a man who didn't deserve it. Y'all gonna have to bully Brendan in a way that and makes exactly. sense. And kick them off the beach. If Chris and Alana can do that and they get kicked off the beach, y'all need to kick Brendan and Piper off the beach too. Because they were way more egregious with it. They planned it out. I'm not saying Chris and Alana didn't, but Brendan and Piper, it was terribly obvious. Like, it's terribly obvious they planned that. And the fact that Ivan, like now going back to like when Ivan kind of just shrugged it off, it's just so, it's so terrible. Like it's so, I just want to shake him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how are you going to go to bat for Justenia and then just leave Natasha hanging? Like that doesn't make any sense. Yep. Anyway, it's hard out here. 
I have a lot of negative thoughts towards a lot of people right now. They're not my real friends, so I don't actually care about any of them in real life, except for Natasha. Except Obviously. Except for Natasha. Except for Natasha. So follow Natasha. Let's make sure Natasha gets more followers than everyone on this beach, maybe except for Becca. She has a million. But let's yeah. make sure let's Natasha put in gets that work because she deserves everyone. it. She is such she a does. sweet, kind hearted person. Like, I have never heard a horrible thing about her. She is such a lovely human. And the fact that all of you just sat there and let this white man play in her face makes me want to scream and get away with it and they even acknowledge like even talking to each other they're like oh this isn't right but literally nobody is sticking up for her nobody confronted him and it was just okay yeah whatever but the egregious thing is that they all felt bold enough to confront chris too so it's if you weren't confronting people at all fine but you can't confront one and not confront the other this is we're about, I, th- I thought we're about equity here I thought exactly. we're about equity i thought that what we did was like we stuck up for each other like i thought we were doing that let's exactly. cut the and it comes down to follower count too like it's not just colorism and racism it's also clout because chris and alana were mostly like not really known i feel like they just all felt comfortable enough to just say and do whatever the fuck they wanted yeah and there's that but because brendan had 300 almost 350k followers it's oh don't want to upset him we'll have to get him on our good side he got the clout but y'all gonna pay for it because he's losing followers every single day and is quickly becoming the biggest villain that i have seen on this show so he's losing followers every second and i love to fucking yes. see it i love to see it me too and cause... you know what but guys follow chris conran because some of remember we talked about this last week people talking about just leaving ivan for a gay man and feminizing chris and treating chris a certain way online he didn't deserve that you know what i'm saying no. you don't need to be bullying him and shaming him and doing any like kind of racist shit towards him that's not okay exactly what we do here like i we still follow chris from our account i unfollowed brendan and piper though but i still follow chris i never followed alana i don't Mm -hmm. care about that girl but you know what i'm saying like (laughs) come on like chris everything i've heard about chris that he's a great person and there is a source that i have that says that he has like the photos he's like a social media whatever like he has it might have been him asking joe about how to build a following like organically as opposed to him using the show in particular for that clout, because Chris is also a part-time model. I'm sure he has hot photos like on deck, oh, but he's never on true. social media. Like I never mm-hmm. see him post shit. So it's maybe he's asking Joe, Hey, how do you do this? How do you build this thing? And right. mm-hmm. that I'm not saying that it's that innocent, but it could be based on what I heard about him. That's totally possible. If you're a model and you don't have an Instagram, then what are you doing? Like, if you don't have a pop in Instagram, like agencies probably aren't looking at you like that. Like I've heard that. I don't know. I've heard that from Top Model, apparently. But uh, <laughs> not from Tyra. But my point is saying that I definitely don't think. I, yes, what Chris did was wrong, but I definitely don't think he deserves the hate that people are giving to him as especially not as much as like Brendan like Brendan was egregious with it Chris at least didn't down he tried to downplay his relationship with Jasenia but he didn't talk bad about her he said she's a sweet girl he said and that's the the nature of paradise that's the game of paradise like you go in and you find people and you date around and sometimes it's shitty and sometimes it's not it should not include however a strategy and it should not include uh, shit talking the people you are dating because what the fuck is that? So I don't think Chris deserves as much hate as 
possibly Brendan does because what the fuck was that? I'm still like what the fuck Brendan what the fuck Brendan what was that what was that what were y'all thinking y'all need new PR people that's all I'm saying <laughs> listen I would love to see how this is gonna play out I'm not gonna follow him to find out there are other accounts that do that for me but I would love to see how this whole thing plays out what kind of speech he's gonna make at the end of all of this he yeah. probably won't say anything right now but we'll see what happens so that's we'll the- see like Hey, he leaves the beach, we'll probably get a whole PR, whatever. I doubt it. Brendan doesn't see that type. I doubt it. He's useless, I think. But we'll see what happens. So that's the end of the episodes, more or less. That's our quick rant about what happened. Michelle's bachelorette promo photo came out beautiful love is in bloom oh, yeah that's the thing yes with the flowers i was like oh i love it i absolutely love it she's killing it i'm so excited at this point throw the beach away let's get michelle <laughs> and the other thing i want to say is that they still have not announced who the bachelor is going to be which is very odd yeah uh, bachelor data put out a post that showing for the last 10 seasons when they announced mostly that's what happened in august slash early september so we're coming to that point where it'll be the latest have ever announced a bachelor barring any kind of like issues happening in the world. So for me, I am nervous. I feel like the longer they take to announce is the more likely it's going to be Greg. Oh God. I hope not. I, cause like even Mike Fleiss even tweeted, I think he tweeted a while ago. Oh, my bachelor announcement coming soon. And then it leaked that it was Greg. And then it was all of a sudden it was not coming soon. I am hoping that it is Thomas. I know there's rumors that he's dating Becca, but Thomas I mean, would be the perfect bachelor. Like the amount of times these people call his name, come on, just would, make him the bachelor. He would be the perfect bachelor, but I believe those Becca rumors, okay? Just based on the posts that she posted on social media, I feel like the Becca rumors are true. I don't know if you saw her social media today, but. No, it, what did she post? A, a picture of them together, like him, like rubbing her feet or like fixing her shoe. Some weird shit. She's on a bed. There's all the stuff around them. I don't know. It's not the kind of thing I would casually post because it wasn't related to their date. So oh. I don't know. Very odd. Mm-hmm. I am I'm believing the rumors. That's where I'm at on that whole situation. I just I don't know. I really want it to be Thomas. Nobody else talks about him and reacts to him like any other person, like any other guy. But if it's not, I don't know who I'd want it to be. I hope it's the elderly bachelor, if not Thomas. Oh my God. If it's the elder, if it's a senior bachelor, I would love that. But I I gotta tell you guys, we've said this before. If it is Greg, I'm not watching the season. I'm not watching it. Neither am I. We're not covering it. We're we're gonna do something else. I I can't do that to myself. I'm not gonna do it. And like people always comment and say, "Oh, everybody says that they're not gonna watch." But I am I am truly not gonna watch. I got other shit to do. Like I could use a night. Listen, we might even record the podcast. Like we might take an even longer break. Fuck around and find out. Exactly. Y'all don't even know what's gonna exactly. Happen. We've done Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette. Like I would not mind a break. So. If it's Greg, we could take a much needed break. You think a whole month off sounds good to you? Sounds good to me. It sounds sounds good to me too. Cause anything other than watch that. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Do you have any other Bachelor Nation news you want to share before I get into thoughts from last night's and the night before episode? No, nothing else for me that I have really been paying attention to other than I'm very disappointed in everybody who was on the beach. And I see why, in hindsight, they're all like hyping Natasha up when the episode airs. But nobody was hyping her up that much when they were in person. So it's this is suspect. This is suspect. But that's it. Oh, there is slight Bachelor Nation news in that Serena C 
was trying to come for Jasenia on Twitter. She was trying to imply that Jasenia did to Ivan the same thing Chris did to her, and Jasenia quickly shut that down. She was just like, "Girl, don't speak about it if you weren't there." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, <laughs> facts though, like facts, like that was." Yeah. So- but she was really like, she had a couple tweets about Jasenia, so Jasenia was like, "At me, don't talk about it if you weren't there." And it was just like, "Girl, like Serena C was obviously just like trying to get some." Trying to stir up some Twitter drama because, like Jasenia said, she wasn't even there. So there's that. I love Jasenia. I wish she was a bachelorette instead of Katie. That's me. Hard to agree. <laughs> that would have made more sense to me. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Instagram comments first. Are Brendan and Piper evil or just dumb dumbs? I can't tell. Brendan's evil. Piper's an both. idiot. That's my thing. <laughs> I think is yeah. I think it's both. How are they going to fix this? coming in with a person dumpster fire they don't plan to no they don't plan to um they just this was the end of the plan <laughs> yeah demi also mentioned mari was a quote-unquote pageant girl wasn't her bff hannah brown Shh. demi doesn't care about nobody bro like also no. demi's not a pageant girl so i think she automatically resents all of them because they're pretty so there's that also mari clapped back and she was like pageant girl no queen because she is yes Miss she's Maryland, the queen and she she's the queen was top 10 in the usa so she's a queen shout demi's out to obviously her. jealous yeah shout out to <laughs> mari I so i think brendan and piper will be confronted next episode i think that night is not over yet god i hope so <laughs> they need to be confronted We'll see. We'll see the previews coming up. Condensed answer, fuck Brendan. Yep. Yep. All day. Chris and Alana were only targeted because they're not popular. Brendan did way worse. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Piper calling Chris scum is hilarious. The call is coming from inside the house, sis. From inside the house. That's what I'm saying. Like, Piper and Brendan were just not self-aware at all. But like, we hope listen. they fix that. <laughs> Brendan and Piper suck, and it's fucked up they didn't get voted off the island. Natasha deserves fire, too. Agreed. Yes, for sure. It sucks to see people of color kicked off the beach. Yes. It uh, it definitely mm-hmm. does. And bullied up. And bullied against. Bullied. Ganged up on. Yes, that's what I meant. Ganged up on. <laughs> I don't get the Chris hate. He came to paradise to explore options, too. Maybe he should have hit his kiss, but Tammy made out right in front of Aaron's. That's true. That is very true. Though, yeah, that's true. Huh? We need new producers if they're letting this many people in that know each other. Uh, but they want it this way. They want this extra drama yeah. now with social media. They, they, yes. They're not going to change that. Yep. Looks like they'll confront Brenda next week. Could have been done this week too. Hard agree. Shouldn't have separated. That should have been done right away. I agree. Exactly. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I want someone who was there tell us exactly what they knew about the Brennan and Piper situation then versus now. I agree. I want someone who knows them or who knows what they were hanging out before to talk about it. I, I want that. If anyone is allowed to talk about it, hit us in the DMs because I definitely want to know. Yeah, I would definitely want to know too. Like, obviously, we're seeing the growth side, which is Brendan talking down about Piper and stuff. But was he doing that? To everyone, I want to know. Or I don't know. I want to see what's going on. I want to know. Yeah. Chris and Alana did not deserve all the energy. Brendan does not here for the lack of support for Natasha. Natasha for Bachelorette, also yes. And yeah. my favorite comment: they're making a really good case as to why men are, in fact, the worst. <laughs> that's just 
that that's my favorite response so far yes they are they are especially the men of bachelor nation like they're wild they're saying gross things and doing gross things and it's what is going on like i just i don't know i don't know oh like viable people to date they're not good i would never want to date any of these people not anyone and so MJ's email this week is called Bachelor in Paradise episode six and seven. Men ain't shit. The musical <laughs> act one. Brendan and Piper are about as effective plotters as Dr. Claw and his cat in inspector gadget praying for a self-destruct at minimum <laughs> and using yeah. Natasha to further their plot makes me wish that they both continually step on a Lego. Yeah. That is a great punishment. Yep. <laughs> Just continually stepping on Lego. <laughs> act two. Marie Kondo is shaking in her boots with how much mess there is on that beach. Chris also deserves the Lego treatment, but the beach has been cleansed. Chelsea has arrived, but her taking Aaron on a date was an unexpected plot twist. Jasenia mm-hmm. is my hero. Riley as well. Eh, Riley's not so great in my book. <laughs> yeah, I get why. Him standing mm-hmm. up for people makes him a hero, but otherwise, yeah. yeah. It's like when you stand up for some people and not others, that's when I'm like, what's yep. your motive here? Mm-hmm. All right. So the other emails are also very long. They're pretty long. So I'm thinking I should do a story with some of them as well. I'm probably going to choose two more to read and then we're going to talk about this. So Catherine says hi ladies i just discovered your podcast at the end of katie's season and have been loving your commentary thank you Catherine. i love that so much to say about thank this you. week but basically brendan and piper are trash brendan especially where was that energy for natasha that's in all caps i'm still mm-hmm. low-key heated nobody had her back the same way they had jesenia's especially considering jesenia mm-hmm. did the same thing to ivan that is selective memory yeah although she did the same thing but but it's it's close i understand why although he should have had the same energy for our good sis natasha i did find it funny how riley went to the lawyer mode with chris like so if we checked your dms what would they say that's true (laughs) oh yeah that's what he asked him and it was like oh yeah (laughs) so sweet moment for Catherine, I love titus and his energy especially the way he hypes up deandra because deandra was looking fine she was hot yes she was. She was. I, I, that was another sweet moment when people were like, Deandra! And he was like, the white? Yes! Yes, <laughs> yes loved girl. it. Kill it. Sour mm-hmm. moment, Brendan and Piper not getting booty with Chris and Alana and Demi, as per usual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yep, there's <laughs> that. General, general sour moment. All right. So there's Thank one. you, Catherine. Thank right. you for the nice. We the love nice it. Things. Love mm-hmm. these thoughts. So then this last one I'm going to read is from Diaja. And I'm going to post the other couple that we have on our Instagram. I'm going to screenshot it and post it. I'll blurt out the names and just put like a name to call you by. So Mm -hmm. you guys will see it. Okay. Hey, y'all. First, I want to say that I love the podcast and I'm so glad I found it. We're glad you found this too, Diaja. Thank you. I have many thoughts about these past two episodes, but what's really blowing me is this whole Chris, Alana, and Jasenia situation. The fact that everyone on the beach just decided that Chris and Alana were in a relationship before coming to the beach is insane to me because according to Jasenia herself, Chris and Alana know each other the same amount as Chris and Jasenia. Also, I do think that Chris was wrong for the way he went about the whole kissing situation, but I firmly believe that he shouldn't have been bullied off the beach, especially since two people who admitted to actually building a relationship before coming here are just chilling in the background enjoying their paid vacation. Facts. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Last point I want to make is that although I do like Jasenia, this Chris Alana Jasenia situation is very similar to the whole Jasenia Chris Ivan situation. 
The only difference is that Desenia didn't kiss Chris right in front of Ivan. I also have thoughts on how Natasha wasn't protected and defended immediately like Jasenia, but I think we all know why that is. Dot, dot, dot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, we said exactly it. We know exactly why. We know exactly mm-hmm. why that is. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So the other three messages, I will definitely be posting them on our Instagram. I'll post them on Twitter as well. I'll put in the alt text, everything. It's going to be great. I got this, guys. But Woo! thanks, thanks Deaja. Thanks, everybody who emailed. I love seeing the emails come in. I love hearing your thoughts as well. And this is great. And this is just a great way for us to interact with you while we do the podcast as well. So thank you. Appreciate you guys taking your time out of this day, out of your day to send us an email about a reality show. Yes. Thank <laughs> you for everyone who contributed to the email and to the comments on Twitter, et cetera, and on Instagram. Love it. Love you guys. Any thoughts you have about the episode, you can always email them to us whenever. We may yes. not have time to read them on the show, but I think I'm going to start posting the ones I don't read if we have a lot and just posting them as a story or putting them somewhere. I, I Usually think we, we do. do that. Just, we had a lot to talk about, so we couldn't t- read them all. As you all know, there was a lot that happened that we had to just get through. Yes. So, yes. but keep emailing us. We will definitely read it out when we have time, when, you know. It's not a two-hour episode. (laughs) Yes. So that's everything that I have in this regard. I don't think I have anything else to add, but I don't know. Maybe I do and I just forgot again like last time. I have to remind you all that Paradise is only one day next week. Thank God. It's just Tuesday. So our episodes will most likely be short. Back to our normal time, an hour or less. And we'll see you on the beach one day next week, which is next Tuesday. But if that's it for real, Jen, then I'm Lex, she's Jen, and we are the Blatchelorettes. Catch you next time, y'all. Bye, everyone.